Hi, um, this is Nick, and we are back with our We Are Not Broken podcast uh, for 2021. We started back in 2019 with this podcast and did some amazing, um, some amazing stories, captured some great thoughts and insights, and we started our 2020 with a bang, and then we had to stop. We didn't, I think we did maybe two podcasts. So this year, what I want to do is um, I want to start and tell the stories right here on the podcast. So before um, these beautiful ladies come in and, and they capture their stories on photo- with photography and videography and we serve them in the studio, I want you to hear them. I want you guys to hear their story. Um, from them, just sitting down here, talking, having a conversation long before you ever see what they look like. So um, with me right now in the studio is Tara and she submitted her um, story a couple weeks ago now and I'm really excited that she's come in. This is, this should be the first story on our podcast that we're going to tell. So hi, Tara. Hello. Um, it's very nice to meet you and I'm really honored you're here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'll be 35 next month. I have uh, five girls. Yep. Oh, um, I mean, she said yes because my, my, my <laughs> you can't, what you can't see on a podcast <laughs> is facial expressions. Now, she looks like she's about 15. There's no way I would have said you were. 30. No. What? No, my oldest one's going to be 18 next month. Wow. Well, you look really good. Thank you. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That was my face dropping on the table. But anyway, I'm back now. I've composed myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been married for 12 years. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And what brought you to the point where you submitted your story. Not about your story, but what brought you to that point of, of seeking out We Are Not Broken? You know, I've always wanted to do a photo shoot and I talk about it all the time. <laughs> and then I just never, never do it. Cause yeah. I'm just, every time I look at myself through here. <laughs> Sorry, um, I see, I see, I can see the scars. I see it, it's huge, it's red. And we're an organization that loves scars, so we celebrate them. Like, we just think scars are the most beautiful thing. So, I'm really glad. I can tell this is already going to be an emotional uh, interview <laughs> because I'm already starting. Um, but tell us a little bit about your scar. Well, they start with, like I said, one one small one, and it leads up to just my my big one and then possibly more to come. Um, I don't know where to start. How did did you get your first scar? My first one was when I got my tubes tied. When they were in there, they saw something. Didn't know what it was. So we um, took my appendix out um, a month later. Or no, a year later. And then they were like, well, we still see something. You need a hysterectomy. Okay. We'll get a hysterectomy done, you know, because I never quit bleeding anyways. So um, from a hysterectomy, I never stopped. It just kept on bleeding. And I thought six weeks later after hysterectomy, it's normal. You know, you have a child and you bleed and it's fine. You're supposed to bleed, but come to find out there's nowhere to bleed from. 
I did not know that. And this is after having five kids. And uh, I just, I remember from that surgery that I don't remember anything. I don't remember my daughter taking her first steps. I missed it. I don't know if I missed it because I was so sick or if I missed it because I was on the pain pills. Um, but that surgery alone cost me to lose a lot of blood. A lot of blood. I literally bled most of my blood in my bathroom floor one day. My husband had to carry me to the doctor's office where I poured blood out. And uh, we rushed me to the emergency room where I had multiple surgeries and blood transfusions. I was on literally on my deathbed that day. If I hadn't gone to the, the emergency room, then I would have just bled to death at home on my bathroom floor with my kids and husband watching. And uh, I was sick, incredibly sick for a very long time before they found out why I was bleeding and I was able to get the help. And how long did it take for them to find out why you were bleeding? After so many surgeries, right? I had a, my hysterectomy in December, December 29th, and I finally quit bleeding in March. And um, because I have a rare blood disease, only 1% one percent of the population has this blood disease. What is it? Von Willebrand's disease. I don't clot. I have no mm -hmm. clotting factor. So I take a very expensive medicine if I want to bleed at all. I'm careful with everything I do. Um, and so when you stopped bleeding in March, what happened? I had lots of transfusions, cancer doctors, um, iron transfusions, just to make sure. The only reason I quit bleeding is because I had the blood transfusion and then we found out what I had and then we had to do iron transfusions and more blood transfusions and then uh, it just took a long time for me to be healthy again you know I, mean, I, I was gray literally a, a color gray yeah, uh, yeah I had no life left in me like I said I, I don't remember my baby's first steps and you, you got very emotional over your scar. I haven't seen your scars yet. Um, I can't wait to see them. But um, where, where does that emotion come from? What do you think about when when you you mention that scar and you hear what what is it? What is it that gives that raw emotion? I guess the fact that I just don't remember anything. And that's a reminder that you don't remember. Or my baby, my very last one, I don't remember. I don't remember anything at all. And do you beat yourself up for that? Yeah. Even though it wasn't your fault. Even though it was medically not your fault, you could not control it. Mm-hmm. Why I do. do you think you do that? Not an idea. I don't, I don't know. No clue. So you're, you're, you, sh you have no control over that. Like, none. And how old is your baby now? She's seven. So you still have those emotions. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't able to hold her for months. Yeah. You know, she's only a baby. She was my baby at that. Yeah, but she doesn't remember. No. No. No, not at all. But as women, we tend to we tend to carry this guilt and this and this overwhelming 
sense that we failed our kids. We really don't. We really don't. They they look to you like you're everything to them, right? And I'm sure your daughter does too. Yeah. When was your what was your last surgery? Was it your hysterectomy? My last surgery, I had open heart surgery. And was that as a result of your disease or that was something else? Uh, the result that my disease is what found out that I had a heart problem and needed open heart surgery. Oh my yep, I had open heart surgery September of 2019. Yep, they took out, they took it out and they fixed it and put it back. Put it back. Yep. Wow. <laughs> oh no, that, that's just that visual. They took it out and they put it back. <laughs> and have you heard of the Zipper Sisters? Are you part of them? No, I'm not. I've not heard of them. So that is that is an organization that is all open heart uh, surgical patients. They're called the Zipper Sisters because of the scar. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a great organization. I've, mm. I've actually done quite a few um, stories. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. They're part of that organization. Yeah. So, with, the, with my heart is a... Ever since we found out about my blood disease, my chest would hurt and couldn't figure out why, you know, I'm so out of breath, I'm so tired all the time. And uh, my heart would just do weird things and everybody's like, you're just, you're too young to have a heart problem. You're too young, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Okay, well finally someone said, well you were born with this heart disease. And, and you have a hole in there and you have an aneurysm growing. Oh like, my goodness. Well, and I was what, 2019, I would have been 32, I think. I don't know. <laughs> and wow. so they did pretty much emergency. From the time that I found out to the time I had my heart surgery, I was it was a month. It was really fast. So just me hearing your story, looking at the bigger picture, right? And you going from feeling all this guilt and emotion and baggage from not being able to hold your child and not being able and missing missing a lot of that was actually a huge blessing yeah right because just think if, if you had not have missed out on that and you'd have took all those opportunities you might not have been around for her seventh birthday because your heart would give up yeah so it's just a new way of looking at it so instead of carrying that baggage and that shame and that guilt and that, you know, everything that we do to ourselves as women, you should put that aside now and think, well, hey, I'm actually thankful that I wasn't there in your, because if I wasn't there in your first few months, if I was there in your first few months, I was definitely not going to be there in your later years, right? What she right. can remember, yeah. what she's formed of you. Here, she hadn't formed anything, so... I mean, just a new way of looking at it. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, look at that as being like a huge blessing. Mm. You know, hey, I'm thankful I was bleeding to death. Like, <laughs> sounds really, like, right? It sounds really hard. Yeah. I'm thankful I was bleeding for a whole, like, five years or whatever. Because, yeah. you know, that gave me life. I'm glad that you wouldn't have that energy there for all five of your kids and your husband. And, and you look amazing. I mean, Thank there's you. no way I would even say that you you know were as old as you were and I think that's all because I'm that old <laughs> <laughs> but wow so when you look at yourself in the mirror now what do you see with the scar which one all of them scar. 
stories. Lots of stories. I like that. Lots of stories. Stories about the scars. Stories about what happened in between the scars, yeah. you know. And lots of heartbreak that are caused by the scars. Do you ever look at your scars and think, if I didn't have these scars, I would in fact be dead? Do you ever look at them? Like, is it, is, does it ever be that finite feel? Yeah, yeah. There's some of them where if I didn't have them, I'd be dead. There's one where if I didn't have them, if I didn't have that scar, I wouldn't be walking right now. You know, and I had a I had a back surgery, eight hour back surgery. If I didn't get that surgery done, I would not be walking. Tell me about that one. That one, I, like I um, <laughs> that one um, was a car accident. Didn't know I broke my back in it. I was at the hospital and everything. Went to the hospital. I was actually pregnant when I had the car accident. I didn't know I was pregnant. But um, I walked around for 10 years with a broken back and it healed wrong. And another heart or back defect that I was born with, you know. Um, but I had that, that back surgery eight hours. It started to where I couldn't move my leg. My leg was asleep when I was walking. Whose leg falls asleep when they're walking? So I had this back surgery, and it, if I didn't get that back surgery, I wouldn't be able to walk. And they made that very clear to me. So I got that done, and that one also couldn't carry my babies for a long time. Um, I had to relearn how to walk, because obviously I was walking wrong for a long time, and I had no idea. And that was probably my most favorite surgery because I don't have back pain at all yeah. anymore. Oh, I don't feel it at all. My back is completely healed and my back is they um I started I started off on my back I think during the surgery. I might have started off on my stomach. I don't know what they yeah. did but I do know they cut me open back in front and I have a cage around it um some extra bone in there and now I can do everything I couldn't do before with my back. So see how worse that scar is, right? Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one, and they cut open my uh, tattoo for that one. So, yeah. Yeah. but that that one's a pretty one. Uh, but that's my most favorite yeah. scar. So just listening to you, just sitting here meeting you for the first time and listening to uh, your stories, I, I think they're beautiful. Um, I think each one is like a different part of your journey, right? And I always tell people your story is not for you, it's for somebody else. So if there's somebody out here listening to this episode, what would be your one takeaway from from your scars? What's your one takeaway? What is something that you knew after the fact that if you've known while you were going through it, it would have made it would have made it easier or it would have made a little bit simpler or a little bit easier to deal with what is something that you could take away from that would help somebody else I guess I'm still trying to figure that out yeah yeah that is what I mean and what will a photo shoot mean to you what will that mean to you what will I give you confidence because like I said when I look in the mirror 
That's all I see. Scars. That's all I see. A lot. Especially my chest. You know, I, I um, try to find things that cover my scars. You know, I ask the girls, can you see my scar in this one? No, Mom, I can't. Yeah. But I do. Look at how red that is. I can't. You know, I don't, that's all I see is my scar. So next time you look at your scar, right? You should be like, Yeah. Because what happens is, without us even know it, knowing what we're doing, we're passing that along to the next generation. Like, so when your daughters look at your scars now, if they got a scar, they would be like, oh my God. So we need to embrace the scars, you know what I mean? Like, and I know it's difficult, don't get me wrong, I'm not here, I, I, I've never walked in your shoes. You know, I have quite a lot of scars in my but if we together can change that narrative, you know what I mean, of looking at them as, hey, this is badass right here. Look, I was open, it took my heart out. Like, guys, get a scar, right? It's like, oh, it's a shark bite, you know, I'm really cool. <laughs> you know, we're like, hey, I'm cooler. I have my heart taken out of my chest. It's put back in, it's fixed now. Guess what I get to do? I get to run down the street with my kids. Yeah. I get to eat whatever I want, you know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If we can like look at it like in those terms, then we just pass that on. We continue to pass that on, right? So if we could give you, I mean, that, that that's what we want to do is when we do this photo shoot, you'll, you'll see yourself different, I hope, when you see the pictures because it's true. I don't do any Photoshop. I don't believe in it. But how you see yourself in an image is how the world sees you yeah right yeah it's captured for all time so um i'm really happy that we're going to get to do that more so is there anything you want to say to the audience out there that's listening to your story you did and we'll see your story on film real soon because mm. i'm going to book her as soon as we get this off <laughs> i have no idea a lot I don't know what to say. You don't know what to say? No. no what about I'm you? Still... Your friend, what is your name? Amber. Amber. Amber sat right here quiet the whole time, <laughs> and this is Taryn's friend, and she came for support. What do you see as her friend, as her support? I see you over there just looking at her, and I'm so proud. I am very proud of her. I am proud that she's taking this step to show people that just because you have a scar doesn't mean you're not beautiful. And makes you stronger because you're here showing everyone that they can do it also and I know it's hard and all of the challenges you face because of it I'm proud of you I'm proud you're here today Thank I'm you. proud of everything you've done and I know it's hard but it's awesome <laughs> it is awesome I was super excited that she did it. Whenever she told me, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it is, it's so awesome. And I'm, 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 I'm honored and I can't wait for you to meet Amanda and you're gonna love her. She's gonna do all of her makeup and get you ready and we're gonna have a lot of fun in here. Um, so with that said, um, this is Nick and- Tara. And Amber. And we just brought you our first story of um, 2021 
by our podcast. So get ready. We'll be doing a lot more of these, um, a lot more raw interviews. So hope you guys have a great time. Please share this and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. We're all over the place. All right. Have a good one.